okay. So we're talking about, Chad and Max are, are, are here talking to me. We're, we're talking about how they were describing earlier in our, in our, in our part three segment of the 10 year special about aliens. And I am an uber alien fan. I have toys now. I have a collection. I have 15 toys. <laughs> for, I, Christmas, I, for Christmas, my wife gives me uh, a Ripley holding newt figurine. And with a little note from Amazon that says, this is your other wife and daughter. So I have a big dog in this fight. I have a plush face hugger in Riley's crib right now. Is she safe? Don't fuck with me on aliens. So we'll talk about this. Okay. How much fucking with you on aliens? I'm just telling you, don't <laughs> fuck with me, because we're talking. So Mac and Chad have both said, no, fine, fuck, fuck it. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna drag you into this one, Max, just yet, because you didn't say your your opinion yet. He but Chad, how dare me. you? Oh, does he agree with you? I want to hear what he has to say, because how dare you say that aliens is not better than aliens? Aliens is far superior than alien in every which way. I mean, it's not, but We'll talk okay. about it, motherfucker. Shit, let's talk about it. Tell me that it's not. How is, how, is, how is Alien better than Aliens? I'll give you a thousand reasons why it's not, but I'd like to hear your opinions. Uh, atmosphere, for one. Uh, the fact that, that, that it's... The fact that it's like an actual, like, interesting new idea, like... What if we made a fucking like haunted house movie in space? Holy shit, that's kind of an interesting idea. Uh, I don't know. I just think it's a better movie. I mean, I like it more. It doesn't mean that it's better technically, but I'm going to continue to call it better because it pisses you off. I mean, the writing's way better in Absolutely, Alien. Yeah. No. There's not like all of those shitty tough guy lines like. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I can't remember any of them because I've only seen that movie like twice because it sucks so much. I actually okay. really like the characters in Alien, which you can't say about aliens. Like, that guy who Ripley ends up with is, like, super boring. Uh, Newt, if, if if there was one character in the history of film who I could murder, I would consider Newt. I just, <laughs> I hate Newt. She's so annoying. I mean, mostly, <laughs> mostly she's, she's terrible, mostly. Mostly, yeah. <laughs> I, I really like Bill Paxton in it. He's really good. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. so okay, so writing. Let's talk about writing and, and, and characters. Um, I really now, I love Alien. I mean, <laughs> I do, but we're talking about what we think is the better film out of the two. Characters in Alien are very, very interesting. They are literally truck drivers in space, and I know all their names. Now, I know all the names of the Marines because I'm an Uber fan. However, though, the Marines were more fun for me because the reason why that Aliens is a better film is because what people tend to look past is they're like people that I talk to like you guys or anybody else that likes Alien more. It's like, well, Alien was a haunted house in space. It was it was like a slasher movie. It was scary. And, and all of a sudden, you know, like you can't beat this thing. And, and then you bring in Marines and... They just shoot him and they're dead. And it's like, but that's not the point. The point is clearly James Cameron is making a commentary on this is the Vietnam War because this is exactly how it went, right? These were not these were not the world <laughs> Marines. It is. Trust me, it is. Don't think about it. This was not the uh, world think about this. Hold on. This okay. is not the this is not the world Marines. All the Marines had the American flag on their uniform. They all had the traditional jungle camo. What did the Marines do in the Vietnam War? They all decked out their gear with the writings on it. Like, like all of them had their customized like writing or sayings or whatever on their on their gear, right? Bill Paxson is a clear-cut example on their way down on the dropship from the Sulaco to LB-426. He's just talking ripley about how awesome their guns are and how they are called bug stompers. And how this is nothing and this is easy. They go into the nest and they get completely fucking destroyed. Just like a la Vietnam. You got the American soldiers that come in and they think they're fucking badasses. They have more weapons. They have bigger guns. They're more technically, uh, technologically advanced. 
and they get their asses handed to them by oh. a lesser fucking enemy. I mean, are, are the aliens lesser? Because yeah. one alien took out an... But one alien took out an entire ship in the first movie. Yes, so I would, I would, I would say that they're pretty, like, I mean, not technologically. Well, I mean, they, I don't really know if they're technologically advanced, but they're certainly fucking dangerous. Who the aliens or the or the marines? The aliens. The aliens, the the marines aliens are, are the dumb. Marines. Yeah, well, well, yeah. I get that, but 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 you guys are not hearing my point. Probably is that is that is that the Chloe marines come in thinking that this is going to be nothing. This is going to be an easy thing. It's a shake and bake colony. It's easy. No big deal. Just like the American soldiers did when they went to Vietnam and quickly realized, oh, fuck, these motherfuckers are killing us. Like, no, like these I guys mean, came out your, of nowhere. I get your point. What I was saying is that your analogy is 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 weird because, like, like we had reasons to believe that the Vietnamese were not going to be that difficult. And honestly... I like history, so I'm just going to go ahead and say this. The Vietnamese, as an army, were not super fucking difficult. The problem was that we never, like, actually, like, tried to fight them. We just kind of tried to sit in there, and we never had any major offensives uh, towards the north. We, like, we never, like, invaded. We were just kind of peacekeeping. And they okay. were, like, they were, they were, they were not... As, as technologically advanced as the United States uh, Army was, I just don't think it's a it's a good analogy. One of them is 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 like facing like super mutants who were created to kill, and the other is like people who like made punji sticks and peed on them. So, yeah, I mean, go ahead. I I think the issue for me is that. Okay, what you're basically describing, too, is Predator, right? Predator is, like, a very similar movie where, like, these these macho idiots come into this place and, and they're all talking about how great they are and how easily they're going to kill this thing, and, and they all get destroyed. Um, the reason I prefer Predator is that it has this very, like, melancholy ending to it. You know, it, it doesn't have this sense of victory, and... You know, I definitely think that James Cameron was trying to make parallels to Vietnam in Aliens, but it has this sense of victory at the end, you know, where Ripley, you know, she's in the mech and she's like, get away from her, you bitch. And it's like this big victorious moment. And I think that stands in like sharp contrast to anything he could have said about Vietnam. So and that, that's just, I guess that's why I prefer Predator. Well, now, I'm not pulling the Vietnam thing out of my ass. Um, in the countless of documentaries and interviews that I've seen of alien of the Alien franchise, those are James Cameron's words. Uh, they wanted oh, to make sure. a combat movie, and James Cameron said that, he, that Aliens is his commentary on the Vietnam War. Uh, flat out his words, quote. Um, but another reason why the Aliens is better, let's get off the Vietnamese thing, is that Ripley's story arc is a thousand times better. She actually has a character moment. And seeing her from the beginning of Aliens, for where she was at the end of Alien, you know, she doesn't want to go. She doesn't want to go. She goes. She's tempted to going. You know, she's very timid when she's on the planet. And then there's a little girl. She comes in and saves the day. And then you get the ramble find of the mother at the end with the, uh, you know, with the fucking power loader. I mean, that is great, right? Yes. I mean, that's just great. Yeah, that's yeah, no way I, better than Alien. I, I completely mean, agree with that point. I think that Ripley is much better in Aliens, like as a character, and I think it's Sigourney Weaver's greatest performance in the quadrilogy. I, I but I love the way the first movie deals with Ripley. Like I, I love the scent. I the, my favorite thing about Alien, maybe, is that at the beginning Ripley is just this side character. And she's barely in the movie, right? And as it becomes streamlined, and as people get picked off, she just becomes the hero of the movie, like, out of necessity, you know? And the first time you watch it, you don't even see it coming if you don't know in advance. And it's just, it's super cool to me. I don't know. But I, I agree that her performance is better in Aliens. I think maybe it would ring more true to me emotionally if 
uh, her daughter figure wasn't super annoying, and the guy who she ended up with had a personality. But that's just me. Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree with that. I yeah, I mean, I I think she's a more interesting character in the second, but I don't think they were thinking of that in the first one, because we're looking at this like retroactively, right? We're we're looking back and we're saying. Well, she doesn't really have a character in the first one. Well, that's because they didn't know they were going to make a second one. They didn't even know that she was going to be like a character. I mean, they knew she was going to be a character, but what I'm saying is that like the hero, the hero. Yeah, they didn't. Well, I mean, they knew that, but they didn't know that like she was going to be like the face of a franchise. They were just trying to make a movie. So when you look at it, like like having seen her in fucking. A, a ton of movies since then as this character you're like well in the first one she there's no there's nothing to her character she's just kind of there and you're a little disappointed by that but that's because you have the knowledge that she's going to be this this entity within the franchise that is interesting and that has an arc and that just wasn't thought of in the first one but that doesn't make it a bad movie that just means that I mean, they were just trying to make a movie like that. That would be like saying, well, Rocky isn't as interesting in the first movie. And that might be true, but that's only because you didn't you didn't know that there would be fucking a billion of them afterward. They're still making Rocky movies, technically, even though they're not called Rocky. And his character is, is evolving. It would be like reading like the first Superman comic and being like, he's not very interesting. Well, that's, I mean, you're saying he's not very interesting in that one, yeah, but you have, like, like fucking, a, like, a, a century of character development in film and television. Like, you, there's there's all this development that takes place over the course of, of a franchise or a serialization of, 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 a, of a product or, or a, a, a story that isn't going to be in the first one. It's just not going to be there because... They don't. I mean, at the for in the case of Alien, they didn't know. They didn't know that she was going to be popular. They didn't know that she was going to be this. Okay, valid. But my argument, though, is a better story arc for the character. Now, I agree with you that they did not know because the first one came out in seventy nine. The sequel did not come out until eighty five, eighty six. So, I totally agree and, and and get your point. But when it comes to movie to movie, though, she did have a character arc in in Alien. Uh, one of my favorite scenes in Alien, which is in the director's cut, it's not in the theatrical cut, is where her and Lambert are talking. And um, the reason why they cut it was Ridley Scott said, well, it just showed the audience. It just told the audience who, who was the bad guy, meaning Ash was the robot, you know. And the and the two women were talking, and they were all saying how they fucked every guy in the ship besides Ash, and they had a laugh about it. And, like... So seeing the beginning of the movie, seeing when that scene fits in, and seeing her arc at the end, that's that's good. But when you compare the two movies together, though, I think she has a better overall arc in Aliens because of the circumstances that we know that she had to go through in the first movie and how she had to get back on the horse, like Burke says, and do it again in Aliens. That's yeah, my but point. It- no, I get that point. And again, my, like my point prior stands. Stands. Okay. It's, beca- it's it's because they didn't they didn't think of that in the first one. They were just trying to tell this story with with a cast of characters. There wasn't the 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 point of the sequel was that they had a protagonist. They had one person who they could narrow down as the protagonist, and she had to have like an interesting arc. And they used, you know, her. Her, her experiences from the first movie as a jumping off point to create an arc for her, wherein she has to go back and do it again. And But obviously you wouldn't even have that in the first one. Because in the first one, she's just a fucking... She's just an astronaut, or whatever you want to call her, floating through space among a cast of a, uh, astronauts. Okay, fine. Okay, let's move on to the cast, okay? I would argue that the cast in Aliens is far more charming than the cast in Alien. Because they, like, say stupid lines and, and go hoorah or something? No, no, no. I don't I don't think because they say stupid lines. I think some of the banter is actually quite fun. You know, Vasquez, you ever been mistaken for a man? No, have you? 
classic uh, fun little banter there. Um, it shows who these groups of Marines are. Uh, Alien didn't really have banter. The only banter you had was fucking um, was fucking uh, oh god damn uh, Bert and um, oh fuck Yafa Koto's character. Yeah, I don't, know. I don't remember his name either. I should know his fucking name because I'm a fucking Uber fan. Fuck. Anyway, uh, but those two guys, th- the banter was this them about getting paid. That was it. It was, yeah. it was there was no other thing to get me invested. I mean, Dallas was a very cold character. Kane was a very cold character. Ash was a cold character. Lambert was a Lambert. I don't know who's worse in a movie when it comes to mousy women. Either Lambert or the or Sh- or Shelley Duvall from fucking Shining. They're both the same. <laughs> you know, it's this. It's this. Oh my god! Just kill the bitch. Get her off the screen. You know what I mean? I mean, like. That was it. But then when you see aliens, though, you got this banter. You got this camaraderie. You got this, uh, yeah, fraternity, schoolboy kind of talk. But they're more engaging. They're more charming. I would argue uh, that uh, Bill Paxton's character um, as Hudson is is pretty much the same character as Lambert. Is she, but, he, but, but he's just more charming. He's more engaging uh, because they literally are the same character. Run away, uh, you know. Yeah, I, I'm. Uh, I mean, I I'm going to agree that aliens has better banter. I mean, but, I would. I mean, they're they're different. They're different characters. You got to write dialogue for them in different ways. But I mean, Bill Paxton alone. I mean, Bill Paxton's character in Aliens is probably my favorite supported character in the whole franchise, just because he's hilarious. I mean, I think he improved a lot of his best moments, but I mean, he's really good. I don't know. Um, the the cast in the first Alien fits together so well. I don't know. It just they really do feel like a crew and like a unit, and that's something that when when you watch a movie like Prometheus, like it it just feels like this random hodgepodge of people who are just like smashed together randomly and their personalities don't add up into anything interesting but i feel like in 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 alien it's like this singular performance by like the entire cast it's almost like one entity which is why it's so you know shocking when 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 john hurt's character dies because it's like this rupture in this thing that felt like so natural you know I don't know, so I prefer that. But I, I would agree, uh, in terms of banter alone, that Aliens has some beat. Some good banter. I mean, also, I mean, if we're talking about cast, in Alien, you have Harry Dean Stanton, John Hurt, and Ian Holm. Uh, in Aliens, yeah. you have uh, Bill, Bill Paxton. Michael so, Bean. Oh, yeah, Mike, Michael Bean. He's been in the a great lot of Michael movies. Bean. Hey, no, look, 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 I'm not going to disagree with you that Michael Bean is, is no fucking Harry Dean Stanton, and I totally agree. And he's no John Hurt. No, he's no John Hurt, but, you know, he was he was great in two movies that I loved, which was Aliens and, and Terminator. You know, he was, he was great. And he was in nothing else. Yeah, I know his career kind of floundered after that. I mean, I, it, I don't, I don't want to say that, like, but, like, you were like, I think the cast is better. And, like, looking at the cast of Alien, like... No, no. The actors may Fuck be no. better in Alien. Yes, I'll totally agree with that. The actors may be better, but do I want to hang out with the cast of Alien, or do I want to I hang out with the cast of Aliens? And the cast of Aliens, I want to hang out with more. That's more of a that's personal a good point. That's that's actually a good point because I think that's why you prefer Aliens and I don't because I don't want to hang out with a bunch of macho assholes who chug beer and and punch each other. That's just not me. I'd rather hang out with a bunch of people who sit around a table and talk. And okay, I, I, mean, I mean, I don't want to uh, hang out with any of the casts of the Alien movies. I guess maybe enough, Alien yeah. 4 is Ron Perlman's there. Oof. Oof. <laughs> I'm not talking about Alien 3 or Resurrection tonight, but uh, yeah. <laughs> We're I mean, yeah. 
But yeah, like I mean, does like wanting to hang out with 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 the cast make it a good movie? Like, the thing is, kind of. I'm not gonna. I'm not. No, it doesn't. Kind of. <laughs> that, do you do you want to hang out with Daniel Plainview? Of of there will be blood. I mean, I would like to have a beer with him. Really? Oh my god! Really? He's you. terrifying. He would murder you with a bowling pin. <laughs> you're fucking crazy. And, you're lying now, just to prove I'm your not point. lying. I'm not, I'm not lying for my point. Do you want to actually... hang, hang out with Anton Sugar from, from No Country? Oh, that's uh, that's fucking uh, Javier, right? Javier, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. I would run away from him. Uh, exactly. My, 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 hold on, hold on. My... My argument of wanting to hang out with him is, is 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 not literal. It's just you know one of the things that makes a good movie is that can you relate to the characters? Can you see yourself in the characters? Can you can you see what they are doing? And I see more of myself uh, hanging with the crew of the Colonial Marines and being in that world more than being a truck driver in space and alien. I mean, yeah, no, and th- that's the point that I was trying to trying to prove that I don't think Aliens is a bad movie. It's just not a movie for me, because what you said what you said was that you can relate to those characters, but not everybody relates to those characters. I don't relate to them. I think they're all assholes. I think they're a bunch of macho assholes, and I don't want to hang out with them. But I mean, it's... I don't want to hang out with the characters in Alien, but I find the the like the anxiety of, of space to be more interesting because I can relate to anxiety. Sure. You know? But, but, but James Cameron introduces the alien queen, which is come on now. I mean, right it's, there. It's, I mean, it's fun. It's fun. And again, like it's fun. It's a good fun movie, but, and I'm not saying like at the beginning, I was fucking with you and saying that alien is better it's just for me, and Aliens is for you. I don't fucking like Aliens. Do you guys? Uh, did you guys ever seen the director's cut special features of Alien at all before in your time? I, I think I think I probably watched it with you. The fucking you had the giant quadrilogy box. Yeah, uh, so I probably watched it with you at some point. So I don't know if you guys know this, but this is very fascinating, and this is why I think Cameron's version is definitely better. Um, there is a scene. That was filmed that they cut um, in Alien, where Ripley's running through, you know, the Nostromo, and uh, she stumbles upon Dallas after he was uh, captured by the alien in the in the middle of the film, and um, he's dying. He's hung up on a wall. Half of his body is gone. Uh, from his waist up is his body. From his waist down is starting to form an egg. And she looks over and the camera pans and there's Bert who was captured and he is fully now an egg. So the movie is telling us that there was no queen. The alien captures you, hangs you up on a wall and turns you into an egg. So you become officially a face hugger. I think Cameron's version of the uh, life cycle of the alien is far better uh, than that of Ridley Scott's. I mean, uh, I I, uh, I I like the final confrontation, like as a scene where she's in a mech and she's fighting the Queen Alien. I I do think it says a lot about the writing style of James Cameron that he was like, we need a final confrontation. Let's have a bigger one. Let, let's have an alien, except it's bigger. Yeah. Which. Ridley Scott, he's like this very, very scientific, very analytical. He's like, this is how the transformation would take place. And then James Cameron is just like, maybe there should be a bigger one. Well, I mean, like, I mean, like the queen makes sense, though. I mean, really, though, it makes sense because uh, Hudson points it out earlier that maybe these things are like bees. You know, I mean, like, I mean, Chad, you and I have had this argument before that these aliens are pretty much like insects. You know, I mean, like, I mean, like, there is supposedly that queen, right? Uh, that what that would be there. I mean, that's what it's it's a it's a great idea, you know, to have a queen that lays eggs. We know where these eggs come from, and it's a lot better than humans turning into eggs. My opinion on that one. 
I don't want to rain on forever. I mean, I mean, again, like that's again, that's just your opinion, because like for me, the idea of something using me as an egg to create something is fuck. Like that's that's horror. Whereas like this other thing, it's not as it's 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 like I don't know. I, you keep getting you keep saying the best, and I think I think that's a I think. I think that's always a dumb fucking thing. And that's no offense to you. I, I think that when people say, oh, this is the best movie, what they're actually saying is this is the one that I prefer. And I think that people have a lot of reasons for preferring the things that they prefer. You know, I, I could say that, that, like, for instance, I, I, I could say that Children of Men was one of the best movies of the early 2000s. That's just my opinion. I happen to fucking love that movie. But is it the best? No, because that's just the, like, that's subjective. That's determined on whether or not I like a specific thing. I could also say that White Chicks was the best movie of the early 2000s. And, and if I was smart enough and loved White Chicks enough, I could probably convince somebody that it was the best. Maybe. I mean, I mean, I mean, Terry Crews singing a thousand miles is pretty fucking awesome. It's pretty funny. I mean, I actually haven't seen White Chicks. I don't really want to. It's not a movie. It's not something that. But but I have seen that clip, so I know what you're talking about. But yeah, like I, I, I think Alien, for me, and probably for Max, I would assume, is a more interesting movie because it's 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 very cerebral and. It, it it deals with a lot of, of of anxiety about space travel or anxiety about things inside your body. It's just it's it's a very claustrophobic and and, and, and unsettling film. And I prefer that to this, you know, shoot 'em up movie that, that is for other people. You know, I just prefer it more. I, I prefer it more because it it speaks to 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 my particular taste or aesthetic. Okay, so then my last question for you two then is: Here we go. Here's a statement: James Cameron, best director ever? No, I actually kind of hate James Cameron. Let's look at his list. I mean, let's let, I mean, okay. I was gonna just say that, but in your yeah, yeah. I was gonna say let's not talk about Piranha Two, but yes, Piranha Two was his debut with Corman. But his first movie out the bat after mean, Piranha Two. I mean, I mean, the, I mean, the Terminator. Pretty well, that's what I was, the, the, Let me. Let, I don't want to interrupt you because you're gonna. I only like one of his fucking movies, and that is Terminator. I love not Terminator. T2. Not T two. No. I think it's fine. It's just uh, it's not for me. It's 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 a fine movie, but would I buy it? Probably not. Wow. T two is uh, it reminds me a lot of Aliens, where it's just like let's add more action and an annoying child. Okay, I mean, like, I see. This is this is why this is why I've okay. always loved discussion movies with you guys because my <laughs> opinion is so different. Uh, let me. Uh, what, okay. Well, fuck. I can't. Hold on one second. Let me. We're gonna go movie for movie. All right. I'm yeah. gonna pick somebody else. Okay. I'm gonna pick Stanley Kubrick, and we're gonna go movie for movie. Okay. And I don't think Stanley Kubrick is the best filmmaker of all time. Mm-hmm. Because because I think that's a like a stupid thing in general, but I just don't think he is. I mean, if if I was going to objectively say who is the best director of all time, I would say uh, I don't know. And then probably be like uh, Kurosawa, maybe because everybody rips him off. So that I guess you know I don't know. Okay. I can't, I can't find his filmography. <laughs> I know, I know. I'll come with this one because because Kubrick does have some ones that are not really well known. Let's go over the big ones, right? I mean, okay. you got you got you got you got James Cameron with the Terminator. Mm-hmm. And, and then we got 2001: A Space Odyssey. Okay, I would choose Terminator over Space Odyssey. In terms of pure enjoyment. Because Space Odyssey is, it's, I I still, as a graduate film student, 32 years old, I still have not seen Space Odyssey all the way through. I've seen the movie, 
I just it just takes me. I, oh, dry. But does that does that make it a bad movie? The fact that you can't get through it. I mean, there are plenty of like books that like are challenging, but they're fucking amazing. And 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 they had and 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 maybe like something is challenging because it wants to be challenging. It wants to challenge you to fucking like dig deep and try. Like, is that is that does that make something bad that it, that it's like making you try? No, absolutely not. Because because I love for things to try. Hell, my political. Uh my political views have been changing over the past couple of years. My, oh God. my, my, no, 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 trust me. I am not a Trump guy. I am not a Trump guy. <laughs> Don't worry. I am not a Trump guy. Don't worry. But what I mean is that, you know, I thought one way at a certain point in my life and getting older and this is not with the directors, but just on a personal level, getting older, having a child, political views have begun to change a little bit more. Um, so taste, I guess you would say. Yeah. And and I respect 2001 A Space Odyssey for what it did for film. I'm not saying that I don't think it's great, but if I had to choose gun to my head, 2001 or Terminator, Terminator, I feel, had more intriguing characters. Um, I feel it was a more interesting story. I mean, um, is there a more intriguing character than Hal? I mean, I mean, Hal's pretty badass. Again, I'm not. I mean, not, not badass, but he's I'm like not, an intriguing. Not badass. No, I mean, he's but intriguing. Like, I'm not shitting it's on you. It's a complex idea. It's a complex, like fucking, like thought. Yeah, it is. But what? What if? What if we? we if if a, if a robot could think. And if so, like, what would it fucking do? It would probably get rid of us because we're kind of a fucking pain in the ass. Skynet, kind of right? Fucking... That's what Skynet did in a way. Yeah, but I mean, it's exactly would, what Skynet would, would Terminator even exist with two thousand and one? I mean, probably not. I mean, I don't think I don't think Star Wars would even exist, right? Because didn't that come out in the sixties, two thousand one? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, like, now, Alien probably wouldn't have exist either. Go ahead, Max. You haven't said anything. Well, well, for, for me, the issue with the, the Terminator franchise, right, is they, they raise those questions early on, you know, and it's really interesting. I, I But I think the worst thing the Terminator franchise did was to turn the Terminator into the protagonist of the franchise. Like, the, the, the Terminator is he, he's an incredible villain, the Terminator. Schwarzenegger in the first movie is an incredible villain. Right and 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 since then they've I, I feel like every Terminator movie past that has been a perversion of that like wonderful idea that kickstarted the franchise and has yeah. fucked with it in ways that I don't enjoy. I think the other filmmakers are trying to copy what he did because Terminator Two is essentially a remake of Terminator 1, just instead of Michael Bean, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger in the in the hero role. Uh, dare I say hero role. Uh, but, you know, but then again, you know, Cameron loves his strong women. I mean, like, you had, just like Ripley and Alien, you had Sarah Connor and Terminator. Mousy, unsure of herself, doesn't know how to defend herself, doesn't know anything about guns. At the end of the movie, she becomes strong, but not that strong, and then, boom, Aliens, Ripley has a fucking gun strapped her, saving this, uh, saving this little girl. And in Terminator Two, Ramble finds the mother again. She knows she can pump action or shotgun. It's just great. It's see, great. See, that's another thing that's always kind of bothered me about Cameron as a, as a director is that he always gets credit for writing like strong female characters, but what he's writing is characters who are women who embrace masculine uh, tendencies. Which is not a strong female character. It's just a girl who was kick-ass. And at the, I mean, at the time, though, that's what they were saying. Which I, I mean, which I, I agree I, with I, you. Kick-ass. Yes, I, I, mean, I agree. Yeah, but like, I, I don't know. I, it just, I've always hated that. I hated that, like when, like the first time I fucking heard it, because I was just like, well, these are they're just men. You've just turned them into men. That doesn't make them strong. Like. It is important that a, a I mean it is important that a, a female character became capable 
I'll give him that, that you, that he created female characters who were capable and were not just princesses to be rescued, so to speak. But it doesn't make them strong characters because they immediately embrace masculine tendencies. I think Sarah Connor is a stronger character in Terminator 2 than what she is in in Terminator 1. I mean, yeah, but like that's not that, my point. Isn't is which one she's stronger in? I think she's more complex in the first one because she has to embrace all this stuff. But I think she's well. I mean, you can make an argument that she's complex in both of them. But again, like she's not strong because she becomes more masculine. That doesn't make her strong. Okay, all right. Being all right. more masculine does not make a female character strong. And and everybody says that about Cameron's char- uh, female characters, that he makes strong female characters. What he does is he makes men and 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 puts a, a female coat over them. Yep, valid valid enough because of Vasquez. You got his next movie was Aliens, and let's just say Kubrick in order would be a Clockwork Orange. I'm not even going to fight with you on this one. Um, yeah. I really do like and respect a Clockwork Orange. Um, if I had to choose, I could not choose between Aliens and Clockwork Orange. I really love them both. So let's just kind of move on from that one because they're both really good, you know, in my opinion. Um, but then we got uh, what would be the next one? It would be The Shining in his in his in his mainstream. Well, I mean, Uber, if right? we're going to the next one after, it'd be Barry Lyndon. Yeah, but is that his? <laughs> Is that yeah. the one that people know? Are we talking about are we talking about time or are we talking about best? I mean, like, I mean, because okay, fine. Here, just to kind of make it short here. Um, if somebody say namely name me Stanley Kubrick films, I could name you in order from what I know, Doctor Strange Love, 2001, Clockwork Orange, Shining, Full Metal Jacket, and Eyes Wide Shut. That's what I know. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Barry Lyndon. Well, so I, I, I don't know. Is Barry Lyndon? Have you seen like Paths of Glory? Did you say Paths of Glory? No, I've never seen Paths of Glory. No, no. That's no. a really I'm, good one. I recommend that one. Is out of out of the oeuvre that I just named, right? Like, I mean, would would Paths of Glory and Barry Lyndon be in that collection, or would I would, what I I would name be in the collection? I would say Paths of Glory would be in there. I don't. Barry Lyndon is like right on the outside. A lot of people praise Barry Lyndon mostly for the cinematography. Like I just picked Kubrick because that's that. I mean, you could do this with anybody. You can, but you said James Cameron is the best filmmaker of all time. No, no, no. And no, I no, picked, no. I, you did say that. No, I don't. What I said was best director of all time. Like a question mark to see what you guys thought. Because oh, I don't know. Yeah. Because because, so, because oh, no. then the answer nope. is fucking no. Because, 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 here's the thing. Just real quick, I'm just looking off of popularity, box office, and overall film. Right? Terminator, Aliens, Terminator Two. I'm sorry, Al- Terminator, Aliens, The Abyss, Terminator Two, True <laughs> Lies, Titanic, Avatar. He's only made like seven, maybe eight films. I mean. Those are all really popular box office, pretty decent movies. He doesn't have a stinker in his filmography like uh, Spielberg does. Or yeah, people are always talking to me about The Abyss. I can't stop people from talking by, about The Abyss. By the way, can I, can I, can I ask you one question, Jordan? Mm-hmm. Earlier, you said that you did not like Gone with the Wind. No, I'm not a fan, no. But that is that is before all of these movies came out, that was the fuck that held the crowd for the most popular movie. Yes. It sold yes, the most true. tickets. True. But do, but doesn't that make it uh, the best movie? It makes it the best uh the best movie overall in what uh, was it box office cuz don't they do um they But do, well, uh, you life. just you just said that because the films are all very popular mm-hmm. that they are that they are great. And by the same director, I have no idea what the director of Gone with the Wind has done. I'm just saying by he the also, best director. He, okay, but he, he made that as the Wizard of Oz in the same year. In the yeah. same fucking year. Yeah. Oh, really? I did not know that. No bullshit. The director of Gone but, with the Wind made Wizard of Oz? Yeah, Michael uh, uh, Victor I'm turning Victor Fleming. I'm turning your argument against you. Because <laughs> you said that all of his movies are popular, but you fucking hate Gone with the Wind, which was the, like most popular movie until those came out. Yeah, 
and I and and then and then my statement was, you're right. My statement was though, every one of his movies. So you just said, who's the name of the director of Gone with the Wind again? I'm sorry, Victor Fleming. Victor Fleming. I can't name you anything that he's done besides Gone with the Wind, and now I know uh, Wizard of Oz. Is there anything else that I would know that he that but, was? But, but does your knowledge of something mean that? Like, if you had never heard who Akira Kurosawa was, does that mean he sucks? Oh, absolutely not. I would, I would actually go. Okay, who was that? Google it, figure it out, and then study. You know, like why don't you? Why don't you Google Victor Fleming? I, I, I should. Probably should. <laughs> because I, I, then I you might actually respect him. <laughs> I, I I do want to say for the record that I I really like True Lies. Oh, that's, that's right. a I fun movie. True, Lie. True Lies was in there. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, just off, just off the modern directors here. I mean, like, I think his filmography is better than Spielberg's. I mean, Spielberg has made better films. I mean, E.T., Raiders of the Lost Ark, Jurassic Park, Jaws. Those are all better and better than half of the movies. Of of course, that's better than the best in True Lies and shit like that. Uh, I also think it's better than Avatar, but uh, it's just wow! Look, I mean, this, this, this guy has even made ten films, and every single one of his films are just fucking. I mean, hell, they're better than Tarantino's filmography. I would argue, like Jesus Christ, like this guy just is just knocking it out of the park. Here's the, here's the thing with uh, James Cameron. My my official James Cameron stance. James Cameron is a very good director. He is a terrible writer. He is like one of my least favorite screenwriters ever. And I feel like if he got an actual writer to write his movies, he could be a great director. Like, I, I, I mean, and he is great in terms of like technical prowess and the fact that he makes very crowd pleasing films that make a lot of money. But in, in, in terms of artistry uh, and I feel like he's not very deep. And I feel like that comes down to him as a writer kind of uh, not being very good. Max, I actually will agree with you on that because if we, if we want to go back to Alien real quick, Alien discussion that we had, um, the atmosphere and the writing of Alien, what I mean by that is just, okay, Ridley Scott, I, I am not a Ridley Scott fan. He's made, in my opinion, two good two great films, and one okay film, and those would be Alien and Blade Runner as great films, and Gladiator as, eh, it's an okay film. Um, he knows atmosphere, and his art direction and his set design is just amazing, right? Because you show me Blade Runner and Alien, they look like the same fucking universe. You know what I mean? I really like his kind of sci-fi. I don't think Cameron has an eye for that. I don't no. think Cameron, Cameron, Cameron can't, Cameron would suck dick to make a set to look like the Nostromo, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, God, I mean, in, in Blade Runner 2049, I thought the director, whoever that was, did a great job trying to emulate Scott. I thought he did a decent job. Do you guys like Blade Runner 2049 as much as I did? Because I loved it. I yeah, loved I, it, I yeah. Loved it. Um, it's what is that? Uh, Villeneuve, yeah. He did. Uh, he, he did. He did. Uh, prisoners. Um, fuck. What's I can't think. Sicario. Of Sicario. Uh, what? Arrival. You say? Arrival. Arrival. Yeah, he's made a lot of really good movies. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a very good filmmaker. I mean. I, I was know. really nervous. Yeah, he, I was he's, really he's nervous way better than James were. Cameron. I was really nervous when that <laughs> when I uh, when I heard that Blade Runner two for the sake of argument when Blade Runner two was coming, I was like, oh, how are they going to do this? Like, oh no, you know. And it turned out to be so well. I I enjoyed it. I I actually will watch Blade Runner more than I will watch the sequel, but I thought it was interesting. And I thought that the visual style was great. And that's something I will definitely agree with you guys on. You know, like Cameron does not know how to move the camera. He doesn't know how to shoot the, uh, with the camera. He knows how to tell interesting stories. But Max, you are right, though. He knows how to tell interesting stories, but he doesn't know how to actually write a story. And I, I will mean, I, yeah. I think he knows how to tell fun stories that are like 
enjoyable, but not very deep. Which which all depends on what you want. You know, it's like, you yeah, know, for well, me, which is why I've always struggled, even when I was in film school. You know, these ideas that I talk with you guys about, I mean, this brings me back to my old uh, old film school class days where I would be the Hollywood guy that loves Die Hard and loves Aliens. And everybody's like, yeah, but this and this and this. And it's like, yeah, but that's not my thing. And they're like, oh, you're just a guy likes to chomp on his popcorn and drink his Pepsi. I'm like, yeah, I'm in a movie. I, I want to be entertained. Like, like, don't get me wrong. I love those things too. But I, I you, the problem is that you were like, that you came in by saying aliens is, is better and that, that you questioned is James Cameron the best director of all time. Yeah, and those are things that I completely disagree with. Yeah, I, don't I like I like fun movies. I mean, personally, I don't think he's better, Chad. Uh, my favorite director uh, right now, currently, is is definitely Aronofsky. I saw Mother when it came out. We reviewed it for Movie Guys podcast. I thought Mother was amazing. After the second time I saw it, I was like, "Oh, it's the Book of Genesis. I get it now." I thought it was great. <laughs> I thought it was great. I'm not gonna touch that. Um, you're not gonna touch Mother. No. You don't like Mother. I loved Mother. I loved it until the end, and it's that's a whole nother thing. I just feel is it's just a whole nother like thing that well, I don't want to open. Well, we're not gonna open it, but at least give me a strip tease, and then we'll end it. We'll end our discussion tonight. Just give me a strip tease here. <laughs> Why? What what's wrong with the ending of Mother? I'm just curious because I really love that film. Uh, give me oh, a strip tease. Max, do you want to take this? Yeah, I mean the issue for me with Mother is that I w- I wanted it to be like uh like a, a a film that was very adaptable. You know, you can watch it every time. And, and you can come up with different things, and you can be like, oh, it's about this, or it's about this, and you can have different opinions. And I remember when we left that movie, like, I thought the movie was about one thing, and Chad thought the movie was about another thing, and, and that was really interesting, and I love that. But then the more I thought about it, the more I realized that, like, oh, no, this is a biblical allegory. And there are certain parts of the movie that you can only view that way, like... Like when um, they find Adam's rib in the toilet, for example, and uh, also when the sink breaks and it's like the the flood, Noah's flood, which I find that hilarious that he made a whole movie about Noah and then he remade it in like 30 seconds with a broken sink. That's hilarious. <laughs> but um, for me, yeah, the issue was once I was locked into that and I was like, oh, it can only be this. I started thinking about, do I like it as a biblical allegory? And, like, not really. I thought it was kind of sloppy if it's just viewed that way. So, yeah, I, I wish he had left it more open to interpretation. And I feel like the ending really closes it off once you rewatch it, and you're like, no, it's this, and this is the only thing it can be, which I'm not a big fan of. Yeah, do you have a, do you have any conclusion on that one? Do you agree, or...? Uh, I mean, yeah, I agree with what Max is saying, but also like, like when I first, I, I, I loved it. I fucking loved it. And then there was the scene where uh, it's Javier Bardem, where he's like standing in the doorway with the piece of paper, and he's like, "I've written it." And I just, I just pictured Darren Aronofsky doing that, and it like made me want to punch him in the face because it was like the most pretentious bullshit. I've ever seen like like he wrote this thing like it, it, it just it's 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 so like the ending just goes so fucking off the rails and it's so fucking pretentious and it pretends like it has something deep and important to say and I don't think I like Max said I don't think it like like I think it's 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 just it's just kind of a fucking mess at the end. And, like, it doesn't really add up to anything interesting for me, at least. Like, I loved it until the end. I thought it was great until, like, that shit happened, and then, like, there was all the people breaking in, and 
it just like it just and I I'm usually pretty forgiving of movies where like oh I could tell that was gonna happen or you know like a lot of people make fun of the ending of Shutter Shutter Island for instance because they could see that it was happening. There's a lot of holes in the end of Shutter Island. I was pretty I've been pretty forgiving of the ending of Shutter Island. Yeah, I mean the thing with Mother is that Aronofsky, right? He wrote himself as God, and like I wondered watching that movie, like if he even intended to do that, or if it was just his ego, like, like because when I watched that movie the first time, I thought it was just about, ooh, maybe you shouldn't be in a relationship with Darren Aronofsky, you know, or you shouldn't be in a relationship with a famous person, because this is what happens. This is how celebrity destroys relationships, and how ego destroys relationships. But then Aronofsky's like, no, no, it's it's not about how I'm a shitty boyfriend, it's about Genesis, you know? Well, oh, yeah, it is, because it's about Javier Bardem. He's God, and Jennifer right. Mother Earth, and you know but what I'm gonna also, do? Also, Darren Aronofsky is a really shitty boyfriend. Probably because he broke up with her only a few weeks after the movie premiered. Um, Did he? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, they were they were fucking on the set, and then they broke up. Um, let's 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 go ahead and cut this conversation off. It is getting late, and I got to work tomorrow. But uh, I am going to keep this if you guys are okay with it. I'm going to keep this. I'm going to release this as a bonus special after the main segment of all of our stuff is done. Uh, I'm still recording, by the way, and I'm going to call this one. Uh, just for our fans to listen to this one. I'm going to call this one An Evening with uh, Max, Chad, and Jordan. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> that's and, that's very nice. Yeah. And we just, this could be a future show in the future, right, where we just sit down and discuss for an hour and a half about random movies and have an argument. Sure. Discussion. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's fun, so. Yeah. So anyway, so, but this is a little, this is a little bonus here for people after our 10-year special. It's always fun talking about movies with you guys. So Yeah, you too. All right. All right, guys. Thank you so much for, for joining me for this whole thing. Really do appreciate it, guys. Um, have a great rest of the week. And, um, yeah, we will be in touch soon. All right. Have a nice. Thanks, good. Bye. See you. See you.